0: Principles of Endurance Are you a person inclined to endure? In life, it seems there are sprinters and endurance runners. Sprinters are like the hare in the infamous race with the tortoise. He's fast out of the gate, but neglects the wisdom to pace himself. Is there a hitch in your get-along when it comes to follow-through? I know sometimes for me a variety of obstacles stand between me and my goals. Buttery, flaky French croissants stand between me and my weight loss goals. My right to be right sometimes stands in the way of preserving harmony in my relationships. Can you relate to my obstacles? Here's a verse to help put some much-needed helium into our deflated balloons. Stand firm and you will see the deliverance the Lord will bring to you today. And that's from Exodus 14, 13. The deliverance the Lord brings to you and I today might not appear like the beautifully wrapped package we envision. He might do something like save us from ourselves, or He might orchestrate a miracle. His ways are not our ways, as we are reminded in Isaiah 55.8. Let's go back to Exodus 14.13. Moses spoke these words of the Lord to the people of Israel before they crossed the Red Sea. Consider the contrasting image of an army chasing terrified Israelites toward an immense body of water. Probably a lot of them didn't even know how to swim. Talk about feeling trapped. They had to abandon reason, swallow their pride that comes with stubbornness and intellect, and follow God into a path of some deep water however parted the sea may have been. Trust. It's the opposite of doubt. Doubt stems from fear, and fear arises due to a lack of understanding. And our pride is what keeps us from attempting to understand so many things, especially if, in our arrogant minds, we think we know better. I love the challenge that author L.B. Cowan lays out in her beautiful devotional, Streams in the Desert. She says, If the sea is blocking your way, march right into it and expect a miracle. Now that's an amazing picture of endurance. True faith obliterates arrogance, impatience, cowardice, and only hears what God says. Stand firm. Are you ready to accept this challenge to stand firm? No matter what is going on around you, you can go the distance. When we are able to endure, it's important to give credit where credit is due, to our Redeemer, Sustainer. We can't really go any great distance on our own power. In Colossians 1:11, and I'm paraphrasing here, we are strengthened with God's mighty power, and only through him will we find the patience required to truly endure. Like any bodybuilder or distance runner, we don't begin at our goal. Join me as we work to build endurance. We can start by recognizing we don't have that ability in our own power. We can acknowledge we need it and then ask for it by approaching and tapping into our divine power source. In the meantime, Join me in clinging to this really wonderful verse. Be joyful in hope, patient in affliction, and faithful in prayer. If we can manage that, we will be effectively positioned to endure. And I'd like to share this illuminating excerpt from my third book, The Vault Door, which will come out later this fall. Seven Key Verses to Reinforcing Impactful Christian Living, Matthew 28-20. It's much easier to wake up in the morning and feel defeated enough to pull the covers over our heads than it is to rejoice about the day that may be about to unfold. God knew this from the dawn of time, so he took significant steps to help us counteract our pessimism. The first thing he did was to include many Bible verses about the importance of how to best tackle our days from the get-go. Verses like, This is the day the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it, are intended to remind us to be glad in the day even if we aren't really so very thrilled about it, simply because God himself has made it. Sadly, God knew we would be tempted to open our newspapers before our Bibles, that we would squabble with family members in the early hours of the day, or that tragedies that we would deal with would be fresh on our minds once the sunrise loomed. That's why Jesus' parting words before he ascended into heaven, after raising from the dead, were so very carefully chosen by him. He wanted to counteract the defeatist feelings that so often descend on us, like black thunderclouds. In Matthew twenty-eight twenty, Jesus visually leaves his followers with these utterly powerful words, and behold, I am with you even to the end of the age. In a world where seeing was and is still believing, Jesus rises into the clouds all the while proclaiming he's with us always. What an image he's left us with there. The other important thing God did was to drive home the point that he's always with us to remind us that we can commune with him whenever we want. When Jesus died on the cross, the debt He paid was settled and our redemption was won. We are told in Hebrews 4.16 that because of His sacrificial love, we can boldly approach the throne with confidence. Jesus Himself modeled this for His disciples when He would withdraw to be alone with the Father. We too need to withdraw and be alone with Him every day, preferably in the morning, before headlines, deadlines, cell phones, and the fault lines of our relationships as they threaten to crack our composure. We need to transform ourselves with the renewing of our mind. And that's from Romans twelve two. Every day reminding ourselves that God is in control. We would do well to focus on God's sovereignty when we begin to feel ourselves unraveling over the sad state of domestic and world affairs. When it seems like we can't take one more day inside our home sanctuary that may feel more like a battlefield at times, we can recall that He is the Emmanuel, God with us. When hurricanes, earthquakes, floods, droughts, tsunamis, and pandemics threaten our planet and seem to bring Armageddon ever closer, we can rest assured knowing Jesus Christ has promised His powerful presence and it can be counted on until the last breath on earth is drawn. Will you commit to remaining mindful of God's powerful presence every day? And the key to kingdom living is, God vows to be with us always. And the doorpost is, I will never leave you or forsake you. Hebrews 13.5 Thank you for tuning in today to His GPS for your SOS. Cindy also posts encouragement daily on Instagram. Her first two books in her Planned Door Devotion Trilogy are available on Amazon. Her bi-monthly blogs can be found at cindyyorks.com.